The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. Today we're going to focus on Coburg Dental Care. And I have on the phone with me, Salim Kalamassane. Hello, Salim. Well, hi there, Mark. Let's talk about the history of your dental practice. So I've, I've been in Coburg since 2008. Uh, I graduated from the University of Western Ontario in 2007. When I came here, I was working with uh, Dr. Rick Simon. I was actually his associate. Around 2011, Rick decided to take a little bit of a backseat and let me handle the day-to-day operations of that, at which point I was the only of the practice and Rick served as my associate. Now since 2008 our office was located in the professional building and that's actually located downtown Coburg on Queen Street um, essentially right beside the post office. In 2018 uh, we actually relocated for a number of reasons, expansion reasons, main floor access, you know the stairs were a little bit of an issue uh, at our old location and just to you know serve our, our growth and our, our patients. We moved uh, to Midtown Mall, so in the No Frills Plaza at uh, 500 Division Street, right, uh, right beside York Superpharmacy. You guys have been there for three years, and you had just nicely got things going, really, when all of a sudden we hit this pandemic. That's right. How did that change things for you guys? In March, when the province suddenly ground to a halt, you guys were closed, correct? Uh, yeah, closed um, for essentially two and a half, three months from around March 15th to June 2nd. Public health didn't actually close dental offices per se. For example, uh, dental offices had to and we need to, you know, take care of our patients and we don't want these patients to go flood the emergency room. So we are, you know, required to take our own patients and handle emergencies. Only emergent visits were permitted. The definition of emergent was quite rigid. Um, infections that don't respond to antibiotics. So there's a lot of remote kind of patient visits, uh, talking over the phone. And if some of that stuff could not be dealt with over the phone, we could come into the office, and we did do that. In order to perform certain emergent care, we needed to adhere to certain guidelines, um, which most offices could not have. Like not, probably 99% of offices could not um, adhere to. You guys opened up again in June. Um, suddenly, you're probably forced with a whole pile of new procedures, um, new PPE rules, more costs that way. How difficult was that to get in place and to deal with as well as doing the dental work itself? Very difficult. So that whole process from March till we're coming back, we were just trying to figure out how do we make ourselves safe? How do we make our patients safe? How do we make our staff safe? How do we make everybody confident, comfortable and com- when they're coming in here? You mentioned about staff. Besides yourself, okay. what happens to your staff for that you know, two and a half months that you were, three months that you were closed? Good question, because we had no idea when we were going to come back. We had to be in touch with them and just kind of keep everybody abreast of the situation where we didn't, really didn't know too much. We'd get an email blast every now and then saying, continue what you're doing. You know, our college recommended contact uh, your employment lawyers or individuals, that kind of thing, to, get, to seek advice. At that point, most of the staff was essentially laid off, and, uh, you know, we helped with 
kind of navigating some of those government programs. We did whatever we could to try to, uh, you know, keep everyone positive at a time where there, you know, there wasn't much positivity going on. You raise an interesting point. I don't think that I or probably most of the listeners really considered the fact that, yes, you're a dentist, you have your own office, you have to uh, make sure the staff are being paid and you take away the deductions that they need to. And right. So suddenly... You're, you're trying to learn how dentistry is changing and how running a business is changing all at the same time. Absolutely, and that's really hard. Like a dentist, we want to drill, right? <laughs> we want to do. We got to focus on the dentistry. Like I, that's my ten out of ten most important things to me, right? right. Patient's well-being, and you know, let me do a good job at what I do. The other stuff is foreign to us. Like we have office managers and we have that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, we're the business owner and we've got to, you know, figure figure things out. So it's tough on us when you get an email on a Sunday night at five saying on Monday you can't be there, right? And not only that, we don't want you kind of in your office to maybe do a meeting. Like you got to, you know, everything's remote. Like how right. do you do that, right? right? So it became really tricky. So from that time forward, what we were trying to figure out was a couple things. How do we make our offices safe? Initially, we thought, the world thought, that dentist offices were the worst place to be because we're constantly looking in people's mouths and getting coughed on, right? right? And that's really something I want to speak about because, you know, dentists were anxious about that, staff was anxious about that, and patients were anxious about that. Luckily, we found out since that time, dentist offices are amongst the most safe places you can be. And I do want to touch on potentially why, but initially we had no idea. And there was, you know, some anxiety about that. Ontario was the first body, and I think North America, to close. And uh, everyone followed us from there. But that gave us data to figure out that, man, there really isn't any transmission in uh, dental offices. Dental offices are actually amongst the safest places you could be. It, you know, a lot, a lot of issues initially from the outset regarding procuring PPE. Dentists at the beginning, we were donating everything. Like it was, you know, our college said, whatever you got, send it to the frontline workers. So when it came back to us, we didn't have anything, right? When you take a look at all the things that you had to institute, are these some of these things that are in place now as a result that you may be continuing on with? For the time being, everything, you know, are we going to get an announcement saying everything's good now, guys? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not sure it's quite going to work like that. If you haven't seen a magazine in your dental office in the last little bit, will that ever come back? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, some things are probably here to stay, uh, you know, for the next while at least. Um, I do think after a little while we get, you know, just human nature. Uh, we tend to get more complacent, and I think we will settle back into our normal, our pre-pandemic ways more so, not, probably not entirely. I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners where you're located and how they can get a hold of you. Our office is Cobert Dental Care. We're in Midtown Mall in the No Frills Plaza, 500 Division Street, beside uh, York Super Pharmacy. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can call us at 905-372-4027. You can give us a call and uh, we'll look after it. I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us about what it's like to be a dentist in a time like this. And we'd like to invite all of the listeners to focus on Coburg Dental Care.